Hey everyone, Daniel here. Just wanted to take a second to talk to you about a couple of new things we have coming up in 2020. Uh, starting in January, we're going to have two new shows coming to the Escaping Network. Now, I can hear you out there asking your stupid fucking little questions. What's the Escaping Network? Well, listen here, babies. Mama Bird's going to come and feed you that information. I'm Mama Bird in this situation, and you're my babies. Uh, it's part of the news. We are launching our network, and uh, with that, we have two new shows that I'm really excited to tell you about. The first one is a spinoff show by Kelsey and Roscoe called Yo, Where the Captions At. It is going to be a wild ride that you are really not going to want to miss. I'm very excited to show you guys that and to see where it goes from there. Secondly, at the end of January, we're going to take to the stars with a new Space Pirate Radio show called Space Pirate Radio. It follows the crew members of the Dawn as they lie, cheat, and steal their way across the universe. It's going to be our first full cast show, and um, who knows how that's going to be. We're excited. The, the, the whole decade just started. We can mess up now and learn later. It's, it's great. Um, lastly, we're going to change the layout of the Escaping Podcast to be a little more serial-based, I don't mean Captain Crunch. I mean series-based and less one-shot episodic. That way we can tell you a little bit more long-format stories and not just, you know, quick tales that we find funny. But with that, we will be taking a break in January this month to restructure and plan for what's coming up. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to have no episodes. In fact, what we're going to do is release our Patreon episodes, our Mandalorian uh, slash Verdito series, and that's going to be coming to you every Wednesday like we normally release. But just know, come February, it's going to be a different show with the same nerds that you've come to know and love. I, I think that's actually everything. So let's get you back to the show. And um, I, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, I love you. Okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to jump right into this shit. Man, this is the way. This thing is going more and more like an old western. And it's freaking awesome. Yes, it is. Everything is awesome. It's so good. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode, another chapter in the ballad of Verdito. This is a... Patreon episode. usually say something about that. I don't normally say any of that. Yeah, crap, you do. But... You literally do. Every time we do a Patreon episode, you're like, boy, this is a Patreon episode going out to my all my hoes in the West Coast. That was Daddy Money, TJ. Oh, I guess we're keeping it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be in here. This is a Patreon episode. Anything's allowed. We are we are all naked here at Escape Velocity Comics. Uh, living it loose while the snow is falling, ready to bring you some more content. Because we're at Escape Velocity Comics and they're so kind to let us record here, I do have to tell you, our thoughts, our ideas, our opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect that of Escape Velocity, its staff, or what they do while they're naked. They just let us come in here and talk at you with our sweet little voices. As long as we clean up they let us come in here or they let us come in here? Both, yeah. No, on the walls. Listen. Disney be speaking that shit in there too. <laughs> yes, if if you can help it at all, please don't ever, ever bring a black light into. Barely <laughs> at least wash your hands. Yeah, and, and, and I gotta say, if, it, if it's starting to look like a Jackson Pollock, go see a doctor because mm. that's not the right that's color. True, yeah. 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 Why is it blue? 
I am Daniel. As always, to my right, I've got Kills for Show, aka Mando's number one fan, yo. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, he's a long time ago. He wouldn't have heard of you. It's okay. <laughs> he will. <laughs> uh, sitting across from Kelsey, we have. As TJ, Star Wars aficionado and ordained Jedi Knight, if I can get that in again. Uh, we'll see. That's what I said. Yeah, last time he was Grand <laughs> Wizard. It was crazy. Uh, we actually have a guest on this one today. You know her. You love her. She hates us, but she will always show up to support us. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name over there, honey child? Oh, I'm Tashina. <laughs> How you doing, Tashina? Social media manager. That's right. Yeah. Do you have any uh, message and, out there? And for the avid uh, baby Yoda, or otherwise known Verdito. as Verdito. Verdito. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. I literally can't contain my like happiness and joy every time he's on screen. It's the best. I mean, it's it's. In a uh, like world and in a society where people are being like divided, and I mean, it's like the one thing that people can agree on that Verdito is just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's uniting us all. I know. He's, he's just good. like Pokemon Go when it first came out. Uh, We're all that, on the same page for once. Wrong. Okay, <laughs> but no, Verdito is the truth. He's pure. There's nothing. Nobody has any arguments against him. No. He hasn't tried to hurt a single person, even though he should have forced choked a motherfucker once or twice along the way. Although, not not to get too far ahead of ourselves, we saw him try to at one point, yeah. and that was amazing. We will talk about that when we get to the, you know, the exactly. next episode. Only people that try to spark beef with him are people that try to bring up these memes when we say, hold on, you can't, no, it's already been taken. Yeah, no. It's already gone. I, I've gotten into a few online... Uh, not arguments, but debates. How much time do you have in your hands? Not a lot. Okay. Uh, when I'm using the restroom or uh, when I'm, you know. Which is a lot. Which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. lot. It's a yeah. decent amount of time. You know what? Yeah. Okay. It's measurable. People say you sleep half your life. I don't know if I do that, but I definitely am in the bathroom half my life. You need a okay. Sleeping. You need to carry Go a ahead and brag, why don't you? No, no, no. What, what I've got down there is one of those uh, Glade air fresheners. That doesn't cut it. Uh, well, no, it doesn't. It's. <laughs> 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 slides in easily enough. That's, that's the bathroom version of like Axe body spray shower. <laughs> I, I, as an adult, I've learned that doesn't work. You know what you need? The same Febreze they're using when they bring people in to smell the trash and they're like, oh my god, it's so good. I take two of those, I just open it and just dump it all on my body. Word. So I'm only here to talk about how cute baby Yoda's, oh, sorry, Verdito's. Yeah, if, if you're going to be on this uh, episode. Sorry. Bitch. It's okay. No. That, Let the woman contribute how much she wants to. You it's, can't it's tell very, her what to do. It's a very, like, exotic, <laughs> romantic sort of name for him. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say he's kind of exotic name. and romantic. He is 50. He is. No. He is, his, though. So I, I just read, I just read that uh, they, they modeled the original Yoda's eyes after Albert Einstein. Like really? Yeah. So if you could like, huh, maybe. <laughs> so it's all relative. Yeah. Who do they model his after? America's little... heartthrob. Oh, thank you. Kelsey Greer, <laughs> aka Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah. Cute little teeth and big little ears. Oh, him's teeth are the best. <laughs> Some little hands. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Does he have teeth? He does. Oh, he totally has teeth. I'll, I'll send you the Come 50 on. pictures nah, I have saved in my phone. They're not creepy little teeth like an ice cream man. No, they're cute little okay. teeth. Like he's gonna grow up to be a strong. He's gonna. He's gonna make this mama proud. He's gonna. He's gonna make this mama proud. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into another chapter in the Ballad of Verdito. Uh, last time we left you, a lot had happened. We had seen. Uh, um, Cara Dune helped the Mandalorian teach a town how to defend themselves. They took down an AT-AT. Mm-hmm. The internet lost their fucking minds because women knew how to shoot guns. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing where they're like, why can she handle a bastard? They don't, they don't be watching girl. Walking Dead because they got, always be shooting motherfuckers on that show. She got boobies. She can't shoot. She's Cara fucking the, Dune. And the mom, you know what? She has a past. Everyone has a past. But now, yes, <laughs> after getting a classic cowboy trope, we are treated to some familiar places. But to be clear, that, that's a Seven Samurais. Yeah. Uh, it's almost exactly the same plot. Because yeah. Samurais came first. Which came first, the Samurai or, or, or the uh, Katana? Or, or the Magnificent Seven for your cowboy aficionados. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. model after what you just said, Seven yeah, Samurais. And I will say the, the uh, update on Magnificent Seven with Denzel oh, Washington, that, solid Chris movie. Chris Pratt. Ooh, you yeah, can yeah. never go wrong with Denzel, too. But, um... But that's in the past. Now, now yes. we're 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 starting off, and is this episode is called the Gunslinger? Another nod to this is oh, a shit, space western, <laughs> and where do they take us? They take us right to where we thought we always were, Tatooine. Tatooine, mm. Crisis on Infinite Tatooines, or at least right. three. And it's great. It's not even like there's not even kind of like a label that says <clears throat> we're going to Tatooine. You know, kind of block letters at the bottom. It's just like a, a communicate between Mandalorian and. and uh, the ground control. Like, this is most nicely stationed. You can land uh, at you know landing pad three five. And yeah, could you yeah, explain yeah. Um, what Tatooine represents or how it connects to the other movies or other Star Wars noobs like myself? Yeah, there's a lot of people who jumped in on Mandalorian without really experiencing the uh, whole universe of Star Wars, which is fine. I mean, it, it, touching on that, they have done a, a phenomenal job in not really making any of the previous stuff that you know about Star Wars or that you think you know about Star Wars relevant. Like, you At can all. literally jump into this series not knowing anything about Star Wars and still be completely and totally entertained yeah. by the, the, the whole thing. Right. There's nothing you need to know. Exactly no. right. That's right. And, and for for but, but you, they've included enough of the old stuff for diehards or yeah. longtime fans to be entertained by what's still included in this series. Well, and I think that speaks to John Favreau's writing because even and I'm always going to come back to it every time we do this. When he uh, started the MCU with Iron Man, lots of people knew Iron Man, but he did it in such a way where it's like, hey. You don't need to know the history of this guy. Here's some cool stuff. And if you do know the history of this guy, check out that Easter egg over there. Check out this over here. But it's not in your face. It's not like forcing you to look at it and say, do you remember? Exactly. The 21st night of September? <laughs> yeah, and so to that, to that point, they're going to Tatooine, but it doesn't have to be Tatooine. It's just a desert planet. It, it was just kind of like a nice nod for yeah. us. And when those little, because uh, they were in the prequels, they weren't in the uh, the original trilogy, but the little droids that little pop up. Droids, yeah. Oh my God, those maintenance droids. I saw them and I'm like, Chewy, we're home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the planet Anakin's from. Yes. Okay. That's where and all, Luke. That's where all Star Wars okay. started. Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. And we even go to the same <laughs> cantina. That's right. Yes. But it's different. This it time. is different. This so time. they show some progression in location. Absolutely. Well, so it's five years after Return of the Jedi. And they fired that band. After they played the same, same song <laughs> for two years, they're like, you gotta fucking leave. Yeah. Like, yo guys are a broken record. No, that's the name of the band. 
and well, bar- yeah. bartenders It's gone. like uh, if someone leaves on a 10-hour loop of uh, Chumbawamba's uh, tub thumping. <laughs> After a certain point, you're like, how long have I been here? You know, you don't really know. Yeah, well, <laughs> like in, in a... How many how, times can I get knocked down? In, get up again? in How I Met Your Mother. The, no. uh, uh, the Proclaimers of uh, yeah. 500 Miles. Right, right, right. Like, you get tired of it, but it comes back oh, around. Oh, it comes back you around. The fondness comes yeah, back Every around. time the manager yeah. of that canteen was like, I'm throwing him out, he's like, Patrons love it. <laughs> and speaking of patrons, we love all you guys that subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, thank you very much. If you're listening to this, you are a Patreon subscriber. Uh, if you like what we're doing here and you are excited for some more mini series we're doing, please let your friends know. If you think we deserve a little bit of cash for what we do, it really does make a difference. And thanks for subscribing. What's interesting about that that cantina, though, is that it's being serviced now by a droid, right? Yes. And that was one of the first things. No droids! Tried to come in. Yeah, no droids. Get the, we don't serve those kind here. And don't wait outside. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's being yeah, bartender by a droid. No, and it's great because I don't know if it's the same booth that we first see Han and Chewie in. It's close. But there's another bounty hunter there, very reminiscent of some young gun trying to make a name for himself. And who should he see? He's got the Mando. The Mando! That's right. That's right. Now, what were you guys' first thoughts of this guy when you first uh, when you first see someone who's offering, you know, some jobs, even though the, the cantina patron goes, no, no, no. You know, at this point with the Mandalorian series in general, I feel like um, you just can't fucking trust anybody. No one can. You cannot trust anybody. And Mando obviously doesn't trust anybody, not fully. I mean, he kind of, no. you kind of get that feeling that, like, he'll give them, like, Half a chance. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, if they blow that fucking chance. Oh, then they're done. Yeah. Because, like, in his nature as a Mandalorian, like, they're secretive and they don't expose themselves. They don't take out their helmet because this is the way we can't trust people. We got to do our own thing. And it's a bounty hunter gig. Everybody's out to get the score. So why put faith in anybody besides yourself? They're they're all just going for the payday. Exactly. Bottom line, if if it's not Mandalorian or Baby Yoda... You don't trust him. Exactly. Right. Well, well, okay, well, okay. Yeah, pretty uh, much. A, a couple exceptions. Name one. Uh, young Ron Perlman. Yeah, and Cara Dune. Took two episodes okay. to trust that mm. cat. But. And then Cara Dune. Holds, no, so. I trusted young Ron Perlman as soon as he's like. Jenna Carano? Come, yeah, he's yeah. like, come and try and ride this thing. You can do better than this. Come on. Okay. But, you know, at no point did they, did either of those characters really truly like, I mean, like Baby Yoda is the entire. Verdito. Sorry, Verdito is the. Uh, he's 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 the emotional anchor of mm-hmm. this episode. Like anytime he pops up on screen, we're like, oh when, no! Well, in, in the beginning, when that lady and the little service droid saw him, I'm like, she better not be bad. And then right. she's right? she's just yes. a caretaker. Right. She's just like, well, okay. why would you leave him with no windows down and not even a bowl okay. of water? Okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my little teeny tiny plug to Amy Sedaris Go. for being the voice of Princess Carolyn on BoJack Horseman. Oh, BoJack yes. oh, Horseman. Yes. The final Amazing. season. I mean, it was enough to distract me entirely from that episode where I'm like, where do I know this voice <laughs> oh, from? Shit. I, I know this voice. Where I, do I know this voice I from? I knew it from everything oh. else. Then it clicked when you said, oh, God. Yes, it's Princess Carolyn. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. 
It is you don't Prince Carolyn. If you're not watching BoJack Horseman, you need to be watching Bo- BoJack. I, I, I've been. It's been on my list, and I need, need to get it going. To oh. CJ tells me about it. it all the time. And, and it's another it. black guy. Once again, Tim, yes. you need to fuck with that show. Please okay. do yourself a favor. <laughs> give BoJack Horseman a chance. Okay. You know what? Instead of instead of the rewatches I have been doing, uh, I'll do this. And instead of watching Titans, Doom Patrol, and Swamp Thing, you've been rewatching a lot. No, of no, but but because mm-hmm. recently, recently, it's been Watchmen. All right, I will say Watchmen has been mm-hmm. one of the best shows, but we're not here to talk about Watchmen right, or BoJack. Uh, yeah, we are I don't want to talk about. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get distracted. I just yeah. want to say that you know, Amy Sedaris is my is my girl. Shout out to the realist. Yeah, um, but th- this this show has been doing a fairly good job. At, just like all the other Star Wars films, if there's some some kind of a person that can be put under a mask or disguised slightly and make a cameo, right? They're there because they got that Disney check. I mean, like which we like, saw in the, the the most recent episode. Yeah, well, yeah, and then, and we'll get to that here shortly. But things like uh, in the Force Awakens, um, the one of the one of the damn stormtroopers there was Daniel Craig. It's for crying out loud. Um, yeah, the guy behind the the giving out rations to Ray for based on what kind of parts she brings in. Simon fucking Simon Pig. Pegg. Right, and so you don't know who they are until you find out later. But exactly. in, but in this case, we got a we have a couple yeah. of people. They're not exactly you know. You know, A-list actors sure. or anything like that, but you see him and you go, "Hey, uh-huh. even BB-8 was yeah. Bill Hader." Yeah. How the fuck did I not know this? I'm saying BB-8 doing the whistles and like all that. It's his accent. It's a little too thick. So, so Mando teams up with this young bounty hunter who's like, "Please, I'm trying to make a name for myself. I'm trying to get into this guild." I never trusted him. No, from the beginning. You know why I didn't trust him? Why? He's too pretty. Okay. He's too pretty. That's why people trust me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It took a while for us to get you on the show, but you know, True. Kelsey was already the first pretty person I trusted, right. and I was like, okay, that's almost too much. I'm a cute bitch. And then, and then it was you, <laughs> and then I was like, this is almost too much. Then Tashina comes on the show, and I'm like, oh no, can't compete with that. Can't trust. Can't wrong. trust anyone. Too, too, too many pretty people. Too many pretty people. But I balance it out, and that's the fine. Beautiful people. This bounty hunter people. was too pretty. He was too young and too eager to make a name and for himself that he was willing to do whatever it took. And you know who son that is, right? Old buddy from Ant Man, the, the new step daddy. That's oh, his, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Why yeah, he's so pretty? My goodness. Uh, but but we already know right away that you know he said here here's the puck here and here's the person I'm hunting down. No big deal. Some chick out in the desert. No big deal. And, wow. and Mandalorian goes, uh, no. <laughs> uh, she's like the the baddest assassin we've uh-huh. ever known, and you're gonna get all Was she up. though? See you later. That's Was what they she? tell us. Well. Mando did sneak up on her. I mean, you you got to give him a surprise what? attack round for that with any D&D character. You know, you get a surprise <laughs> attack round, you could you always lucky. get advantage. Plus, old buddy was the distraction, too, so exactly. he played off that element. And that's, once again, another woman coming on being one of the strongest and one of the most fierce okay. competitors yeah. that he ran but, across. I mean, am I, am I, so am I alone in feeling like Ming-Na Wen was a little, her, her spot on this Particular episode was a little lackluster. You are not alone. No, no, it was. It, I don't think. I so. mean, she, she, she could have had a really. I mean, they made her seem like she was like going to be right. a total badass, but maybe and some I, more and hand-to-hand totally hand combat. Totally, right, exactly. I totally understand that Mondo is supposed to be, you know, the the guy that we're rooting for, the exactly. one that we want to win. Yeah. You know, even though he gets his ass handed to him seven days a week, twice on Sundays, yeah. but it's the battles. But, yes. but you know, they. I mean, this is like. This was a this was a an assassin that even Mondo was like no thanks at first yeah. right until he was like fuck I need this right. okay uh, fine well and you also got to imagine in his mind again with him being a foundling him being someone who had to pull himself up by his bootstraps he sees this young kid and even though he doesn't trust anyone fully there's part of him that goes 
if I had had this opportunity, you know, like someone to help me when I was younger, maybe I'll help this guy out. I, I, I think he's, I think there's still a soft spot in his heart that he isn't fully open to showing, but um, he, maybe he saw a little bit of himself in this young guy trying to get in the guild. Exactly. They are, they are absolutely trying to, to, um, preserve a lot of Mondo's humanity. Yeah. Even though we never see his face, even though he might as well be a fucking robot for all we know. And, and we know what he looks like in real life. We know he's not, but because we never see his face, because he's he's very, like, stuck in his ways Reserve. and his no, beliefs, exactly. you know, he might as well be... Uh, I mean, they, they have done a really great job in writing him in such a way that uh, he, he remains unrelatable but but just enough human just enough human to human. keep you being like i get it and i know that hurt even though yeah. you know yeah i guess i didn't pick any of that up in that bar scene really i i, I saw him he goes yeah you're kind of a fool see you later and he sure. goes, no, you can have all cash he goes shit i need cash i need yeah. to fix my stand fair enough Word. and so he goes, all right well then give me give me the coordinates he's gonna leave that cat in the dust like that and the guess Smashes the fob there, and he's now I got the in my head, and that that's now we're partners. Yeah, and no. that's and, the thing too. Like going on about what you brought up about her kind of being downplayed and her um, bad assery. Yeah. I don't think he would have did it if he didn't have old buddy with him, because he purposely used him as a decoy. He was yeah. not about to go and fuck with her head on. So he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna send him out, not tell him the whole plan. So as soon as they distracted, I'm gonna come behind you. He did not want to go toe-to-toe with her up front because we already seen him get his ass whooped before by Jimmy yes, Carano. Yes. So it's like, nah, let me play smart because I'm a fierce warrior but the thing about being a warrior, all battles are won in the mind first. Yes. So let me um, strategize this shit first. So there's a little thing it. that uh, I love in any movie where any, or show when anyone does it. There's the experienced person and then they've got like, you know, the rookie, the rookie. with them and they always say, hey, Bill, poke your head up and see where those shots are coming from. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Get, get ready to duck. <laughs> That is, that is one of my favorite fucking things because that rookie could look up and be like, you know, dead. And it's fan-fucking-tastic. Um, one, one of the bits that I, I will always love of that episode is he doesn't treat the Tusken Raiders like monsters. Yeah. Instead, he shows up and he communicates with them. Mm. These are living beings and they're not monsters to him. They're just like, oh, yeah, here, yeah, we got to get passage. Let's do this. Okay. See ya. It's so civil, and it's more civil than I've ever seen anyone interact with these uh, these aliens. I thought for damn sure, and that that bounty hunter had his uh, macro binoculars up there, and he's looking out. He goes, "Oh yeah, lots of dunes. See, look at the the wet back there, or the dew back there, wandering around." Um, that's the lizard, by the way. Yep. Back. yep. Anyway, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you just said wet, wet back. back. I know. I see <laughs> no water in that desert. But. There were no gungans there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback, so, folks. <laughs> so looking through the ma- macro binoculars, so. though, I thought for sure we were going to get another callback to episode four with Luke Skywalker. Uh, there with uh, Sam, people jumping up in front of and instead, <laughs> why don't you ask him yourself? And they're standing right next to him. <laughs> that that was great because they're just kind of like, I imagine in their language, they're just like, the fuck are these guys doing? I don't know. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello. Everyone all they hear is. Uh, uh, uh. We're hearing Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are these guys spying on us? I don't know. Peeping toms. I hate. I might just be. I might want to take a gander at us. Oh, sir, sir. Are right, oh, you lost? Shake your stick at him. <laughs> You've got his attention now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm to have a civil conversation with him. 
It's like, what, what's this fool doing with his hand? I don't know. It looks like some sign language shit. I don't know. Uh, like like Maverick. You ever see Maverick? Yeah. <laughs> ask for the With Mel Gibson? <laughs> yeah, with Mel Gibson. Right. When he's got his Native American credits. Nah. <laughs> you totally know each other. It's like, hey, dude, I'll get you these macro binoculars here real quick if you want them. Yeah, yeah you like them? You yeah. Like, like this guy? Brew beer? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> So good. So they give him the binoculars. They got to keep going on. Uh, classic. Look up, see where the shots are coming from. And uh, this lady's shooting to kill. She's not shooting to be like, hey, stay away. She's like, where the fuck are you? You're dead. I was totally psyched to see, what's, uh, what's her name? Ming Ming, Ming, okay. Ming Nguyen? Agent Nguyen. May from Agent Shield. Right. Right. Cavalry. A.K.A. Mulan, voice Mulan. of an animated movie, and Chun-Li, and, uh, and um, animated, from the live-action um, Street Fighter movie, That's starring right. John Claude right. Van Damme, and Kylie Minogue is also in that as so well. Raul Gulia, R.I.P. So how do cite uh, a, a quote from Encyclopedia Greer? Um, well, first you're gonna need at least three different resources that have all referred so. back to him. It's yeah. got to be at the end of the page, end of the paper you're doing. It's a um, oh, and, and, and oh my god, stop! Finally, you need a written uh, permission from Encyclopedia Brown and to pay your dues. And you need a word. Word. You ever see those commercials with yes. Bing? Yeah. Yeah. And Kelsey's like, got it, got it. <laughs> so they go, they take her by surprise using the new guy as bait. Mando well, takes her down. Okay, that's not entirely true, though. I mean, they go on their speeder bikes, which are pretty cool, by the way. Desert speeder bikes are hauling ass across they the Speeder bikes in any them. place. Exactly. You can about. see where they spend all that budget on yeah. those scenes, because they shot, they shoot all that shit on a green screen, too. I just found out but, about that shit, too. None of that shit's really also, on location. Okay, I was wondering, like, if they shoot that kind of stuff, like, out here at the sand dunes, nah. or just certain locations, because that'd be easy to do. Disney, yeah, yeah, it's got to be CGI. It's all CGI. That's why um, they put all that money into that shit. But mm. the way they the way they trick the sniper there is by shooting flares at nighttime. That's as, right. As they go. But if you look, it's the the bounty hunter, the nameless bounty. He's probably got a name. Anyway, we'll call him Chad Carino. Chad Carino. Um, <laughs> Carino. Chad Montuba. Chad, Chad Montuba there. He, everybody's shooting flares, right? Boom, up in there, and they burst up in the sky, and they blind the sniper, except for Chad. What's his name? Montuba. Montuba, who shoots a boom, <laughs> fires his in the ground. <laughs> Which <laughs> shows just how inexperienced right. this chump so, is. And so that's Flares why go Man- up. That, that, so. And that's why Mando's got to jump in, shoot again high, yeah. and that gives oh. Chad a chance to get around. Here's a question. What's Yoda's last name? Uh, it's Whatever it's, it is. It's, oh. <laughs> Verdito, last name, my son. Shit. <laughs> they might not even have last name. Verdito, okay. my son. Verdito, my son. <laughs> Verdito Iglesias, my son? And that's when he knows he's in trouble. It's a trick question. Is it, <laughs> is it like where... Like, Yoda Madonna, doesn't have a It's like Madonna doesn't have Yoda, one, the Pope doesn't use his... Yoda doesn't have a last name because he's pretentious. <laughs> uh, if, even if you're from a, a group of people, like let's say there's... um, What is it? Certain uh, people from Mexico or uh, Chile or Colombia where, where, where they don't have middle names. They just have five just, names? Or, or five names. Or, or sometimes it's just the first and last. Mm-hmm. If you're adopted into another family where they have all those names, guess what you're getting? All those names. All those names. I learned that in Spanish. <sighs> Trick one. question answered. And so if you get adopted into not into okay, I thought it was supposed to be the designated drunk one here because so somebody's about to get the gold medal. By that, by that logic, if you get abandoned on a planet and have to have a bounty hunter rescue, you don't have any last name. Sure, no, because no, you no. ain't got a life. They probably exactly. kill your ass. Yep. All right, I it, think his last name is a feeling. Word. If it's a droid, your name is Verdito. Uh, 
you know, and that's yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it's, it's all that clicking too. That's try good. spelling that. Yeah. <laughs> you're spending the whole test just like okay, we're whistle whistle. No, it's whistle we're we're whistle whistle. So we spent a lot. Of, we spent a lot of time this episode going up and trying to get to the the sniper or the assassin, right? Yeah, and it's the whole goal. And then you know Chad goes up there. Montuba. Start, Chad Montuba uh, does his best, and it's not very good uh, to take her on. He's got a couple. He's got a couple of moves. Not yeah. very good. He gets taken down by the sniper, and then man, that's, that's quite enough. Yeah, and, and he's got her. But then, then I think we, the real crux of the episode. There it comes. Right? Here it comes. Hit us with it. All right. So now, well. The point is, is we eventually have to get this this mark, the bounty, back to wherever bounties go, and and we got to get it. Well, it turns out in the process, one of the speeders got shot. So now we need another ride. So who do we call? We could drag you behind. That's what he says. Yeah, to that her. would be pretty hot. That would be amazing. Um, no, but instead we got the do back. I didn't. Like know the name of those yeah. particular creatures at first, so I was like, okay. Uh, well, I really love the you know weird piranha iguana lizard. Yeah, that's right. lizard. Oh, well, and then you've also got the whatever they're called, the big uh, are they banthas. Banthas. Yeah, those those are my favorite. I want yeah. to see some of those. Yeah, you had to actually have the toy. Back in 1970. I did, and I've played Lego Star Wars. Okay, um, friends. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, Chad Montuba is left alone with uh, Agent May. Right. And, uh, and this is this is the tragedy that Tashino is talking about here, is that the rest of her function for the entire series and universe is to let this bounty hunter know that... that that Mando is valuable because he done jacked with the... With the um, the guild. He broke, the, guild. He broke the code and yeah, and went against the guild. It's like yeah. Gambit. Well, just like Gambit, anytime he betrays the guild in favor of uh, the X Men or whatever it is, Rogue, some other street urchin who needed his help, the guild does not take kindly to that, nope. and they spread the word real fast, faster than seemingly humanly possible. Yeah, but it's not money that drives this guy. No, it's it's the way. It's a no, glory. no, no. It's legend. It's Legacy. the fact that when he gets into the guild, he wants it to be something that is spoken of years later. Mm. Who he is in the guild, he wants to be something that is at that high level. His and reputation. What does she tell him? Well, she tells him that the Besker um, armor that he's wearing alone would be more than the bounty, but he goes, he doesn't care. Chad says, money? <laughs> My dad could buy this planet. And and, and, and don't forget, man, uh, I'm in charge. I told the Mandalorian to come get you. Yeah. You're in charge, dude. Um, but uh, but anyway, you know, it's if you bring him down, and by the way, the only way we know it's him is because he's got a package uh-huh. on his ship. Um, so, but if you bring him down, uh, glory be to you. I'll praise your name. Everyone um, will know who you right. are. You get whatever you want. That's you right. don't want me. You want the Mandalorian. So, so, what does he do to Sheena? Yeah, what does he do to Sheena? <laughs> to this character who could have gone places in this universe, what does he do? What does he do to her, to Sheena? He just straight up murders her and ends her entire story and plot. I mean... She 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 legitimately could have been a really cool character. I mean, they yeah. they gave us enough information to make it like, whoa. I mean, even I mean, she's badass enough that even Mondo was like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. And then I mean, she ends up dying at the hands of some goob. Which That's you right. know, it's one of those things <laughs> where the the internet has lost its mind over uh, Cara Dune being able to be uh, adequate and the, the the single mom on that planet being able to shoot a gun. And here we have someone where the backstory is there. That she's been trained, she's one of the high-ranking people in the guild, and she's just gone. 
Yeah, I kind yeah. of thought that she's going to bounce back like it was just a flesh wound or she had, I don't know, well, a deck of cards well, that blocked well, the blaster. So, Are we going to skip today? No, no we, we, should, we should just cover real quick. Guy comes back. He's got, you know, he, he's, he's where the ship was being repaired. Somebody. He's got Verdito in his hands. He uh, has the lady or, you know, uh, uh, Princess Kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Princess Princess Carolyn. Carolyn. Princess Peach. And he's got well, her. And, uh, looking very different than the video game. I know. Hey, yeah. time kills all. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he's got him. He's holding him hostage. And, of course, Mando's just like, boom, you're dead. Takes yeah, the baby. Pretty much. Gets on the ship. Leaves. But we get something that we haven't gotten in other episodes. Instead of it being like, here we go. Done with that episode. We get a little bit of a cliffhanger. We get some shadowy motherfucker walking up to Agent May's body, and that's all we see. Yeah, the guy in boots. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. I'm assuming it's Apollo Ah. Creed. Oh my God, Carl Weathers is still alive. I'm like, yo, you mad at Mando? Help, I'm gonna help you up, girl. In space, I'm gonna heal you. Cause I don't think she's dead. I think they're gonna all come back. Oh my God! You know what? I hadn't thought about that. I I don't think it's Carl Weathers. Well, that's just no. my first guess. It's probably not, but that's just my first guess off it's, the top. It's another bounty hunter. That we haven't okay. seen yet. Right. That yeah. we're going to get revealed. Like, oh, shit, it's... They would have been tracking well, the fog. William Defoe. What if instead they throw us <laughs> a purple? <laughs> yeah, like... What Steve if it, Buscemi. Exactly. <laughs> that was an, literally, that was the other one in my head, too. It's going to be somebody just like... Or Danny DeVito, right. for that matter. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, I saved you. Let's get this fuck. Like Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? We've gone... We've veered from... Danny DeVito to Joe Pesci. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. think I'm a joke? What kind of, I'm, what, I'm, I'm like a clown to you? Uh, how am I funny? Uh, funny like a clown? <laughs> I'm going to kill this fucking Kevin McAllister kid. Um, so, okay, so, what if they throw us a curveball and it's uh, Big Boy? Or one of the other Mandalorians who are tracking him? It's entirely possible. I don't know. Part of the guild? Sure. Uh, I mean, even though all the, the Mandalorians, but not even the guild. No, that's fair. Yeah, so part of the Mandalorians, but, but they wouldn't be... Yeah, because they, they just teamed up access. to save him, so why would they... What if they're teaming up because now they've heard the kind of troubles he's in and they figure, ah, fuck it. Well, you know, instead of being hiding, let's take care of this. Let's not forget about the client. um, Werner Herzog, who does need to die. Right. So there's all kinds of folks that are now after him. And and they're all sort of related through Carl Weathers. But I think it's going to have to be a bounty hunter of some kind. So the episode ends, and uh, we have to wait a week. And you know what? What a week it was. We laughed. We loved. We learned. we, uh, We grew. Um, and uh, we, we, we get another episode, and this one, before I hit play, seeing a Twi'lek, looking backwards, I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, here we go, aliens, cool shenanigans, right. and it's called The Prisoner. So, of course, you're thinking, Prison Break, Prison Break, here we go. Well, of course. Yeah, and I'm sure. And, a, a- and it's like a reference to the whole, let's get the band back together one last time um, theme in the episode as well. It's pretty cool. It you, is. But you yeah. gotta, go, gotta go in armed with the idea. Don't trust anybody. Don't it's trust true. anybody. Well, as always. So, I mean, for me personally, I went in, into that episode being like, oh, God. <sighs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is gonna happen this time? And then, like, it ended up being so much worse <laughs> than what I imagined it was gonna be. Well, where there they, was like, tried one thing to, worse. Like, where they, like, tried to keep him or imprison him you know, right. Well, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves on that it one. It is. Yeah. We are. We are. But you know, uh, the the I guess the level at which they tried to um, increase our paranoia around everybody that 
it, that Mondo wants to try and like use to well, his advantage yeah. is like, fuck, he really cannot c- trust anybody. Well, there, there, there was one part that, um, because anytime this happens in any movie show or book and someone starts bringing up specific things about the past, yes. I'm like, oh shit, he's not the same Mandalorian that this guy knew. Exactly. Oh, he's going to catch him in like slipping up or something. Oh, but instead, this guy was uh, not doing that. He was using it to build false trust. Yeah. But uh, This is also one of the episodes, uh, uh, going back to what Tashino was saying earlier about the previous episode, or about Verdito in general, is that any time that we're without Verdito, like that, I, I think it kind of turns into something of like a, a, a dirty old Western movie. Yes. yes. Um, now, it's all great. Don't, don't get me wrong. But at some point, after a couple of minutes of, of I'm bigger than you and I'm better and I've got history in my gun and shoot straighter you're or tiny. bigger, whatever. You know, <laughs> so after, after a little bit, you're like, wait, where the hell, ha- what the hell happened to Verdito? Really? Yeah. Loki, like, I, I, where I, is he I lost him. Where'd he go? Did I see him get stuffed in the, in the closet again? No. I saw that in the last episode, in the, the sniper episode, the gunslinger, right? It, shh, you're, in the, you're in the closet. Okay, track it. Um, but this one, it's like, where the hell was he? And it turned out to be rather important later on. Well, before we get into to where he was or where he wasn't, <laughs> we do need to point out the star-studded cast in this episode. Yes. Clancy Brown. I was going to say you got you, you got Mr. Krabs, you've got Nymphadora <laughs> Tonks, you got Bill Burr. Yes, you got you got Moss from the IT crowd. Wait, wait, and, wait. Uh, whoever Fat Boy was, I can't remember where he's from. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Thank you. Clancy Brown is Mr. Krabs. Yes. yes. You didn't know that. First off, I didn't oh. know that motherfucker was Clancy Brown until I would start watching video. The, yeah, the big strong. Yeah, guy. I didn't know yeah. that. He's the Kurgan in Highlander. Yes, Man, yes. I love yes. that guy. Oh yeah. my god, it, it was perfect, and I was like, <laughs> I love okay, no, so, no, the fact that I love so, Highlander. I'm like, I like, I know who Clancy Brown is, but I wasn't watching through the makeup, just like with yeah. with old purple girl. I was like, uh-huh. I had an iron to be able like, oh, she the bitch from um, Game of Thrones that was helping um Brandon. Bran and the other one get through the woods that got oh, killed. Hold on, you got quite a big member, ain't you? <laughs> oh, she the one that smashed all? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, but no, yeah. like, that was amazing acting because I didn't see the actors. I saw the performance mm-hmm. and I was entertained mm-hmm. by all that shit. And Bill Burr had all the best lines. And he was Bill Burr enough not to take <laughs> me out of the fact that he was Bill Burr. Speaking of Bill Burr lines, let's get into one that okay. really, uh, all right, go ahead. really uh, did the thing <laughs> for me where they say, what do you look like under there? Ah, I bet you're a Gungan. Is that it? You're a Gungan? Maybe Yusa don't want to take off your helmet. That and shit I'm had like, me in tears. That's a not-so-veiled insult at the, at the whole Jar Jar movie. Exactly. <laughs> and me being a casual Star Wars fan, I was like, I get that reference. <laughs> and I enjoyed you're, it. You're Steve Rogers yeah, in the first Avengers. Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's another reference just earlier yes. than that where it starts talking about who exactly Bill Burr is. <laughs> and, you know, and he's, he's, some, he's some kind of you know fallen and Imperial trooper or some kind. And he's said, a, so, he's oh, an you're imperial, a imperial sharpshooter. That's, That's right. He goes, oh, yeah. not quite the shot, are you? <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, stormtrooper. He goes, not a stormtrooper. <laughs> I can fucking shoot, man. Ma- you know, making reference to the idea that stormtroopers can't hit. And anything. I love that. Once again, casual stars, man. I got that. I was like, ha ha. That shit's funny as fuck. So <laughs> throughout this place, where no questions were asked, uh, Mando is let in because of his ship. 
because the they ship. needed the ship. And, and the his friend says, oh, you know, you're always welcome here. And then, like, fucking five minutes later goes, you know, the only reason I let you in here was because of your ship, right? And he's like, what the fuck, dude? You just said we were friends. And he goes, ha, 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 ha. We ain't no fucking friends. And Mando's like, this is really quite the turn of character. I don't understand what's happening. So, yeah, speaking of understanding what's happening, is it, it's... All we really see is we, the opening scene is the ship landing at this station. Yeah, that's it. And and we don't really understand why he's there. And and in my mind, I'm thinking, why would you put your ship and Verdito um, in danger like this? There's got to be some kind of need, and it's sure, implied sure. later on he needs the money. He needs, but he's got a history with a member of his crew. Right, exactly. right. So the, the, the Twi'lek um, members, Shion. The Twi'lek Shion, yeah. he and her used to be on a crew together. There's some history there. She says that, you know, even though he doesn't uh, say he likes killing, even though he, you know, protests all the time, he enjoyed what they used to do together. He liked it. He got off on it. And the other members are like, oh, yeah? You really that badass? And when the time comes, they don't go to his aid. He takes out those droids all by him fucking self. Yeah, Bill Burr's like, no, no, no. Let's let's let this motherfucker do this shit. And looked, he did that shit. It looked like a, a lot like the the dead shot scene there in Suicide Squad. Right, right, yeah. right. Right, right. Just but without less Honestly, bullets. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little bit amazing that people who have a history with Mondo manage to keep underestimating his ability right. to uh, protect himself. Well, I mean, see, regardless of what that means, whether whether or not it means breaking out of a prison prison cell, yeah. or um, you know, uh, I guess like acquiring all the parts and pieces of his ship that sure, were stolen sure. from the Jawas, mm-hmm. or or stolen by the Jawas rather, scavenged by the Jawas. They don't steal. <laughs> there you go. Whatever. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 they there seems to be an underlying theme where people keep sort of under estimating underestimating Mondo and yes, his ability and his determination to get, right. get where the where the, wherever the fuck he's wanting to go well, like, because I, I will just chalk that up to legend versus reality because the only people that really doubted him were Bill Burr's character and, and Clancy okay. Brown's character because there was like oh Mandalorian what makes you so cool because she already knew what he could do um, old buddy that brought on brought him on already knew what he could do, so they kind of like, yo, let me see what he could do, and he showed them like, we hear all these things about the Mandalorians. Mm. Now let's put your money where your mouth well, is, and they showed him. It's true of. Yeah. Um, Boy, that I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch the 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 guy's name, the one that was um, from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, uh, we will call him ZZ Top. Sure, let's call him ZZ Top. Um, I, <laughs> How about ZZ Flop? ZZ Flop. <laughs> He legitimately uh, under, underestimated yeah. Mondo too, in terms of you know, oh, okay, well, I I, I am legitimately surprised that you've returned. Where are the right. others? Okay, well, I fuck it, I guess. It doesn't Maybe matter. he just thought they was going to turn on him anyway, like they tried to kill Mondo anyways. Yeah, you well, know. I think it's uh, a couple things with that. I think one is like um, seeing Danny Trejo in movies and then meeting him, and he's shorter than you think, but he can still kick your ass. <laughs> You know, it, it, it throws you off. But also another character that goes with that, um, also owned by Disney in the comics, is Hawkeye. Hawkeye is constantly being underestimated. He plays the part of an idiot. Not saying Mando's doing that. 
but he plays the part of an idiot so people underestimate him and he can always hold his own because he has to hold his own against gods every day. Now, he is Mando, an idiot because that's why he ain't got his own movie. But with Mando, <laughs> well, he's got his own show coming up, so uh, show a <laughs> <little> respect. <laughs> uh, with Mando, I think the fact that they knew him at a younger age while he was still a foundling maybe or when he was just getting started, not where he is now because every time he gets hit, he gets back up and learns from it. He gets some new gear mm-hmm. and he's better equipped. They know a younger, more rash Mandal- Mandalorian rather than the guy we've seen who, instead of killing the young Tridactyl, Vertito, took him with him and is now sacrificing everything or risking everything to protect him. He doesn't have much to lose beyond his life Veridito. and reputation Veridito, yeah. and his wife. Yeah. Oh, well, even Potentially, his, his reputation at sure, this but point also, is kind okay, of like, he already put that on the line with, with the rest of the Mandalorians. Yeah. That but, I mean, but like, he's just like being like killed. Like, You're overlooking dies, something else he yeah. has to lose. Let's say he gets killed. What's to stop any of these fuckers from putting on his helmet and finding the other Mandalorians? First, well, well, first well I guess first they got to find them. I I don't think what's to stop him, him yeah. from <laughs> taking his helmet off and completely disappearing in general? He's got he's got some bad acne, Tashina. You don't want to show that <laughs> but in space. Aliens, though. But also, <laughs> like, but also, it sh- I, I like too. It shows the progression of his tactics because he's like, yo, when you find um Clancy Brown in the office, he getting fucked up, like. Boom, I'm going to close the door on your ass. And that motherfucker said, nope, I'm Hercules, well, motherfucker. Well, well, before and we get to that, that scene. Shit again and close them, I'm like, I love that. Well, before we get to that scene, they, they they take it out on the droids. <laughs> they go and they find the, the prisoner they need to find. And there's that's... a human on board. It's supposed to be an all-droid ship so Mando can have a field day. That's right. Well, And so the, the human is... For whatever reason, like the warden or he's a administrative red clerk. Yeah, yes, he's a red he, shirt for damn And shirt. if you watch nine hundred two one zero the reboot, he was Liam on that show. He was also I don't. On, he was also star on um, Star Cross. It was on CW, and he does mad voices in the Star Wars animated universe and video game universe oh too. If you want to IMDb him, so why can't you guys is, be up on your shit is, like Kelsey? Is there is there a website for Wikipedia Greer? No, um, okay. because that'd be too accessible. Okay. He is a gift. Live Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so okay. so they find the guy. The guy's like, please, uh, I'll, I'll activate this beacon and my friends will be here and they're going to kill us. So we've got the human guy there who's probably piloting the ship or just keeping watch or running a checklist, cleaning job. the bathroom, something like that, right? And you're generally not trying to be a bad guy, but there he is right in the middle of everything, right? He gets caught. The bad guys want to kill him. Mando doesn't want to kill him. And so then... In, in classic style, and it just feels like we should be hearing Western style music going on right there. Right. Wow, wow. Fucking tumbleweed. Yeah, t- exactly. Or Ewok rolls by. Yeah, or some, somebody ought to take a, like a shot of whiskey and smash the glass down on the I bar. did well watching it. And, well, now we're in a pickle. And, 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 and one after the other, they all raise their pi- their pistols and blasters and flamethrowers or whatever at each other. Who's going to shoot they're, first? They're, and they're locked in a Mexican standoff. <laughs> Almost everybody is that. Is. Almost everyone. Except for Tonks. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, let's just keep calling her Tonks. I love from, it. From Harry Potter. That's right. right. Nymphadora right. Tonks. Okay. Oh, rest in um, peace. And she's over there just like, she's kind of in the background being this kind of noisy chick, not doing much of anything until she wow. just boom, flings the blade there and kills the human. You boys and your dick measuring <laughs> contest. Basically, she's like, you can measure dicks later. Let's go. Totally wrote her off until she goes, look, this is bullshit. Boom. And we're done. <laughs> and she, because she seems like the character with the only point of them having her is for the history with Mando. Yeah. Yes. And they're like, okay, well, she's just there to remind him of who he was. 
until they get to where the prisoner is. Yeah. They open the door, and there's this dude who looks like he has more tumors in his head than uh, fucking... uh, It's a tumor. Yeah, that. (laughs) He he basically, he looks like a perfect cell when he's like, but only in the head. When he's uh, starting to expand. Oh, word. Um, gross. Very and gross. He is the brother of this uh, Twi'lek Tonks. And uh, they come out the door and they do some weird Lannister embrace where they're just like, brother, sister. Yeah. And, and here, so here's the part where i got to ask you all a question. And I think it's weird. Do you think that... that Big fat man back on the battle station. Mm-hmm. Um, ZZ Flop. ZZ Flop. Okay. Right. Do you think that he planned to yes. betray the Mandalorian? Yes. Yes. And I, the reason I ask that is because at the end of this whole thing, when Mandalorian comes back and he's got you know prisoner guy, right? ZZ's top doesn't seem surprised at all. So mm-hmm. actually, it kind of seems like he expected Mandalorian to whack the rest of that crew. Well, I, I think that speaks to him being uh, the kind of scumbag you yeah. see in that outpost, shady, where he can shady, keep that shady. kind of composure, not show his cards, but play the part until he can turn around and shoot you in the back. I I was going to offer that I think maybe ZZ Top Guy was Flop. on the up and up. I don't um, think at so at all. No. Well, and I think that what it was is is that uh, the Kurgan and uh, the comedian guy there. Um, Bill Burr. Yeah, they were just pissed off the Mandalorian showed up. And so they decided to boot him into the prison. Into the no, because uh, Tonks did it first. She's the one who kicked him in there and goes, okay. you deserve this. And I think it was a group effort. And he even said, ZZ Flop said about Bill Burr at the beginning, anything he says is like, I'm saying it. Are you good with that? They set him up. And I don't think they set him up because he you know, betrayed the guild. I think they set him up because they knew he could be a fall guy. Is that- Not because of anything else happening Maybe. with the Inferno with the But we, hold on, we, we fucking jumped over the most important thing. They dropped my baby. <laughs> that they did. First they discovered the baby. They and dropped Baby Yoda okay. on the well, fucking it, floor. Okay, it was the droid's fault, and it it plays the droids right have into, mo- no emotions. It, it plays right into why um, Mando. Ma- Mando doesn't trust droids, right? I mean, because he didn't. Robots don't I have mean, souls. even she even she was annoyed that he that the droid didn't give them yes. enough. Like, I don't care who was annoyed. Notice. I don't care who was angry. All I'm saying is they dropped my son. <laughs> And I am pissed. When, when, once, he fell, once he no. fell and didn't cry but let out like a, ah! I was like, Christy and I are watching and Andy, my roommate's there with us and he's laughing and we're just like, no, no. So to, so to re- recap here. I've never felt so connected with my girlfriend in my life. There's some pretty bitching droid pilot, pilot skills going on. Right? And, and the, dro- the droid pilots the ship. To the prison ship. Yes, he does. Okay. Uh, played right. by Richard Ayode, uh Moss from the IT crowd. And he was also in um, Neighborhood Watch. Yes, he ben was. Stiller. He was the alien. And yes. now he's a drawer. Exactly. And I also like the joke when um, Bill Burr saw Baby Yoda. was like, oh, so did you two make this? Yeah, that's right. They, they alluded to the fact that Mando and Blue Chick might have been fucking. Of course they were. I mean, you know. Of course, though. Men and women could be friends platonically without. Yeah, but they had a history like that. It was implied. It was implied, but it doesn't mean it's factual. That's all I'm saying. Feel free to edit this out, but I just want to point out that her tentacles look like penises. No. (laughs) Okay. That's important. You just claimed that you've never felt more connected to a woman. No, 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 no,
than when that that baby was dropped. And this is a woman yeah. that you have been inside of. I'd like to take this moment real quick uh, in the podcast to uh, point out that if uh, my girlfriend does decide to listen to this, she will agree with me that mutual hate for the droid that dropped our baby uh, is far more uh, intimate and um, life bonding than mere physical acts. Uh, back to your regularly scheduled show. I'm also pretty sure she likes to have her intimate uh, private sex life here broadcast on a podcast. On ah, it's Patreon. It's Face- Patreon. She won't hear it. She won't hear it unless she pays for it. And for a mere $5 a month, you too can hear Um. And once again, I'd like to reiterate. Why is that what we're trying to on this? Um, Randy, called, do you want to chime in on my sex life too? No, he does not. Like, like once again, I'd like to reiterate, they was worried about me going on and on <laughs> about things. <laughs> So I'm just letting y'all know right now. So, it so, ain't my fault. So, so Mando gets kicked into the cell. They lock him in. It was a whole plan. Yes. And uh, they go to take off with their prisoner. They exchange one guy for another. They go to take off because it was offset. Exactly. Uh, Mando being beautifully skilled with his toys gets a droid, brings him in. Breaks off the arm, that uses the arm to escape. That was dope. because he is not only the gunslinger; he is not only the protector of my son. He is Liam Nielsen, MacGyver. 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 That's exactly because he, he can is be MacGyver. <laughs> and yeah. it's fucking fantastic. And in short order, he takes down just about everybody. And off screen. And it's also assumed that he kills them. That's right. Which is pretty cool. Uh, well, the fact that, you know, because <laughs> they don't show him doing it. And so I'm like, oh, they're going to switch back. Is this another droid behind these people as a lighter flashing? And you see him just bah, bah, flashing in and out. <laughs> bah, bah. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Eventually, it's realized that they, he locked them all on the planet. He takes the prisoner back. Who's like, Mando, please. She got what she had coming to her. Fuck all of them. Hey, putting down my gun. I, I'll double your pay. And we don't see what happens. We see Mando get back in the ship. Baby Verdito is there with him. And um, Verdito fought for his fucking life. Yo, that moment when that fucking droid opened up the door. I was like, yo, I'm about to blast this little green, green bean. Then Verdito put his hand out. I'm like, oh, and he he's going to force eyes. that Oh motherfucker. my God, I was so excited. Stroke. We're getting a force yep. stroke. But, then, but no. He, Part of it, part of the droid's head explodes, and we see just the cutest little thing where he looks at his hand like, <laughs> "Oh my shit, don't work." Son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I need to be careful with Bro, this. Watch where I point this thing. <laughs> and then droid I, falls I'm over. I'm with the force. The force is with me. What the fuck is going on? Droid falls over in classic Mandalorian style. We saw the shot. We heard the blast or whatever it was, and the real person who killed them is left standing. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, they take uh, Tonks's brother. <laughs> Um, yeah, Gronks. Zim or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zim. Uh, they take Zim back to uh, the, the station. Uh, ZZ, ZZ Flop is there, and he uh, sees just Mando and uh, Zim get off the plane. Doesn't seem surprised. He Well, no, he there's a look where he goes like, huh, and then just kind of keeps his composure. Zim gets down. He's like, what happened to everybody else? He goes, no questions, right? Gets the money, takes off. What does ZZ so, Flop do? So we missed an element in here. And one and in the Mexican standoff with the human that's driving the prison ship, like that, he has a remote control. His only oh yes. his only option. His remote control is a, is a beacon, and it's supposed to call in some kind of rebellious uh, rebel alliance, you know, I don't know, security or, or response force or something like that. That's 
terribly fearsome to everybody. Apparently. Yeah, somebody was supposed to get these motherfuckers. Yeah, and so um, one of the things that 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 Mando did, and in, in when he was all you know killing folks, or we thought he was killing folks, right, right, he picked up that remote. We didn't know what he did with it. Kind of forgot about it for a minute. True. And so uh, went back to the battle station there. You know, dropped off the dropped off the prisoner. Um, and and at this point. At this point is where we can understand that ZZ's flop there was going to try to kill the Mandalorian because he calls up a fighter ship, um, realizing that Mando thinks he's going to get away with his payment. Yeah. The fighter ship is going to is going to come up there and engage Mando and probably blow him out of the water, except they found out that one of the things they dropped, <laughs> he dropped in Zahn's pocket there was the remote. Which is beautiful. It's because cool. because when, when, when you see those X-Wings come in and uh they're just like well it's not the prison but this is where the this is where the tractor was coming oh, from oh and here's the fighter coming out to engage it <laughs> ah, let's fuck them up or fools <laughs> and they go are you ready to fuck them up red one i've That's been right, ready since the day i was born red leader yeah. and uh oh my god they light him up as mando leaves and what does what does mando do after him and his baby have had a day he unscrews that little ball <laughs> and just gives it back to his baby but then he says i told you that wasn't a good idea so are they still communicating? Of course they are. Well, as much as you can communicate well, with your pet I mean, dog. Okay, so so Mando. Hold on, hold on. I, I need to stop you for a second. Did you just call Veredito a pet dog? Chrissy, please understand that I respect you and, and everything that you're about here, but I think that, that Daniel's about to go off the rails here. Yo, this is Daniel coming up straight, about to go off the rail. Uh, uh, Baby Yoda, he ain't no uh fucking Baby Yoda. First off, he Verdito. Second off, he ain't no baby dog. He is my child. Uh, Third off, anyone who got some shit to say, they can take it up with my man, Kelsey. And fourth of all, you could catch him outside. How about that? These hands are on sale, two for one. <laughs> okay. I, like that, I like that most of us are addressing my girlfriend in this Patreon episode. <laughs> By grabbing the mic and pulling it close and being like, uh, another thing um, you might want to know. And I'm, I'm going to be, help. <laughs> this is stated, I would never be pigeonholed by my alcohol consumption on some bitch again. No way, sir, Bob. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so, so the episode I'm ends. I'm trying to be responsible and that shit sucks. <laughs> the episode ends... Uh, we're left wondering what is coming next. And we only have two more episodes. True that. That's right. Well, at this point, I think we know better than to trust almost anybody that comes into the... Um, yes, sir, right now. The Mandalorian's life? Yes, or, yeah. the Mandalorian's life. Um, I mean, or, you know, if... I mean, anything, anybody new that comes in needs to be approached with caution, basically. Um, no, but, but what, the fact remains, two episodes left. Two right. episodes left. And there is a season two, but we still have the Mandalorian, this badass warrior from across the universe, sh- you know, shackled with this baby Yoda, Verdito, right? Verdito. Who is the who is supposed to be the first mark, the uh, first bounty that he brings in. So he's got everybody chasing him for it. We need to wrap this up in about two episodes. But not, I'm sorry, not the first mark he ever had. That's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was He's had many episode. before because he keeps sure. coming back and uh, Carl Weathers goes... Again? You want to go again? Yeah. I've got all the ease. Yeah. Pick them up. For, for this arc, though, we have we have to address what happens to to Verdito in two episodes. But do we have to? If it's going to be a continuation, well, no. it just could continue no, on. I, I didn't say because if it's not broke, don't fix yeah, it. I didn't say you had to do do away with him. Okay, you, true, you had, to, true you had to resolve whatever it is. So oh. either we're going to be 
basically either done with this this bounty and the, the client's going to be done, or we've decided now that the Mandalorian is actually Lone Wolf and Cub. We, I think we knew that from the beginning, and, though. But for seasons on end. Well, okay. I, I think where we're headed for the end of this, um, I know I've made some wild predictions that I still stand by. Mm, okay. Go ahead and make um, some more. I think this season ends with uh, the death of Werner Herzog, the end of the fobs, or at least the end of what we can see of the fobs. There may still be some others out there or those who knew about it without having it. Hmm. Um, but I think it's going to end with him finding the original person who got him to do the job, mm-hmm. having him call off the bounty. Mm-hmm. But there will still be whispers around saying, no, they're still out there. Go get them. So it's going to end with Mandalorian and Verdito riding off into the sunset. No, so. they will not ride off in the sunset. They will fight their way to the horizon. Where I think it might end with them riding off, but then you have Agent May and Apollo Creed and somebody else that he encountered being like, we need to get them. Yeah. That's the, like, there's going to be a squad of bounty hunters. Who that will we, be after them? Who have, who have yes. been wronged by, by him? Um, yes. And that, you know, you know who that may include? A prison break of Bill Burr, Tonks, and Mr. Krabs. Because mm, okay, some of so, them did not die. Yeah. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the Shoot. big the big deal, uh, be, you know, of uh, why the child, which is what the the official name of Verdito, Verdito his is, name is right? Verdito, mi son. Mijo. 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 Verdito. Mijo. Verdito, mijo. Verdito Iglesias, mijo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, is that uh, you he, 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 for the one he, you love? <laughs> he, <laughs> he has the force, and he can be we your know, hero, baby. We know he Do has; know? he can wield the force, which is apparently something that fifty years um, in the making has 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 been lost, or at least not seen by anybody in quite some time, right? In this set so, of the universe, sure, sure. exactly. So. Um, I I mean there I feel like there's no real true uh, without uh, without seeing this last Star Wars installment right, right right there's no guarantee that whatever happens in the end of this season of the Mandalorian um, doesn't directly tie into the Force or uh, what it means when it's lost or when it's found. Right, right, um, right. Or whatever happens in this last installment of the series. I mean... Balance. Well, uh, going back to, I guess, The Last Jedi, which I know we said in the last episode is very divisive, you see the kids and you see that one kid who uh, is Force-sensitive, who at the very end he gets his broom and he starts doing it, because oh, yeah. because the Force can exist anywhere. I think the fact that it exists in Young Verdito is not because he is that race, but just because it exists Coincidentally. Yes, I guess what I would like to see at the end of this series, or at the end of uh, the Ballad of Verdito, whenever that ballad ends, I'd like to see him... I don't want to see him die, even though I think that's how it's going to go, or he's going to be sent back in time. But I... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I'd like to see him disappear for a while, until... Because we've been told there will be more Star Wars movies, but no more Skywalker shit right. after this one. And I'd like to see him show up, not necessarily as a main character... But just as someone who's alluded to, the fact, the same way that... Um, I've been saying for the last couple of podcasts. Yes. And in this next one, <laughs> and in this next one, J.J. Um, Abrams has alluded to the fact that Ahsoka will make a guest appearance. And she'll just be a side character. She's not going to be there to help them as a MacGuffin. But even in one of these later movies, we see him show up. And you don't know it's him, but all you hear is like, oh, well, I was raised by, you know, 
I was raised by a despot, or I was raised by a Mandalorian, or some kind of callback to the series that isn't necessarily impactful on the uh, the movie itself, or the future of a franchise, but just to let us know, our young baby <laughs> went on to become a very strong man, and he's, he's impactful in the universe! But, but that brings in the question, how do they age, because... Very slowly. Yeah, the last Jedi don't take um, place far after this time period. So, oh, I'm not saying in this next movie. I'm saying it, it takes place years later. years later. Yeah, but he's 50 already, so he's gonna go from a baby. Like I'm saying, like if he goes from a baby in 50 to 20, then he's mature enough to speak. That's one thing, but we don't know that happens because that's what I've been saying too. Like if they do another trilogy, they could do a time skip when he's. Okay, then how, okay then, then, how, then how would you guys feel about this? That's what I'm trying to say. Rise of Skywalker ends. There's people being trained in the Force, neither as Sith or Jedi, but just to be trained in the Force. And among those younglings... Is him, yes. We see the young Tridactyl Verdito. Totally fine with that. And then they no. could do a time skip in the future <laughs> and make it like nope. 50 more years in the future... And then have him at an age where nope. he could be an intro part of the character. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think Tashina nope. has a, uh, a point to make. Nope. Yeah, she does. <laughs> is the point just I nope? think she, yeah. That's... We got to wrap this up, but I guess since you're saying nope, I want to hear <laughs> your point first, and then we'll go around for some final questions. I'm going to say, I'm going to call it right now. Uh, Mondo dies, um, and... Uh, the... Like the first season of the Walking Dead Telltale game? Yes. Don't hurt yeah. me. Don't yeah. hurt me like Baby, that. Yeah. Okay, and then the second season becomes all um, no like flashback, uh, present day. You're telling me Verdito becomes Clementine? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and not Baby Judith? <laughs> I don't know where I am anymore. She's breaking me down on a level that I understand. I just want to break you. I'm so just saying. Badly. I'm just saying. Prepare yourselves for death, whether or not it's uh, a sweet, precious. Innocent, lovely baby Verdito. <laughs> or if it's Mondo himself, uh, I'm saying prepare yourselves for death. She's whispering the same way when she talks about me and my uh, girlfriend being intimate. <laughs> this is, uh, it's a, just about the same thing. It's highly erotic, and I won't be able to stand for at least a minute and a half. It's also mostly fictional. Um, <laughs> Wowzers! That does it for just a, you know, that's the end of a, a ballad of radio. Whammy! <laughs> um, okay. okay, so you think death is going to be in the cards? I do, I do. I guess, um, final question, and you know, any plugs you have, where do you suppose we're going to be at the end of this uh, season? Because um. we've only got the one episode left for us. No, two. Oh, no, okay. for for us, okay. two for okay. the show. So, okay, okay. Uh, we're we're we are definitely you you absolutely one hundred percent should prepare yourselves for a cliffhanger. Yes. Um, I okay. I will rescind what I said before and say that Verdito is not going to die because uh-huh. Disney is making so much fucking money on making yeah, and you know Verdito <laughs> merchandise. And do you know how much more one. money the fucking rat would make off of a martyr? It's no. a joke. Nope. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but, I, I mean, uh, I, I feel like um, maybe they'll pull some kind of, like, Pulp Fiction Tarantino shit where it's like, wait, what What timeline is this in? I feel like there's 
like the the potential for us seeing the end of things is there but um there's there's enough like gray space in there for them to kind of like drag this whole storyline out and it it will the timing of it all is perfect they they did this on purpose oh, yeah. between the TV show and the release of the rise of skywalker right they did this on purpose. Uh, from what so, I'm hearing, I think we're getting the last episode before the Rise of Skywalker, just by like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I guess I'm not, you know, I'm not convinced oh, yeah. that they're not going to tie this all up in a neat little bow and leave us hanging until like sometime next year for the next season of Mandalorian. So I, I don't think that death is on the, is off the table. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be Baby Verdito. Okay. Um, because. Is he's just he's he he is the reason why people continue to watch the show. Every other thing that happens is great and solid and well done and amazing. But question for you then, before we get to your plugs and before you last <coughs> bit, what about if he was the reason why all these people die? Let's say the village, right? Let's say someplace he's been, even if it's that village or just a group of random innocents. But they point out at the end that he's the reason they're killing these people unless he, you know, the, the Mandalorian gives up the baby. They will keep killing people until he gives up the package. I think that, um, you know, that will be acceptable, what would you call that, cannon fodder? Acceptable loss. Uh, like a yeah. victory. Yeah. But, um, okay, um, I guess lastly, uh, where can the people find you? And thank you so much for being here today. Um, always online. Um, I mean, I'm most easily contacted through either Escape Velocity Comics or um, the Escaping Podcast online, Instagram. You do great work with uh, our stuff, and really yeah, thank you. In Instagram, Facebook, um, you can email us, but... Um, it's getting really NPR towards the end. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, otherwise, I mean, other than, uh, by the time this particular episode airs, I do believe, uh, we've got the Star Wars movie party mm-hmm. happening at our Cinema Point location, and, um, if you have not witnessed my Jeopardy or my Plinko oh, games so that I good. hand make it myself. It is so fucking good! <laughs> I put a lot of hard work and effort into them, and it would be great if you just came out and and showed your appreciation for the amount of, <laughs> of <laughs> hard work that I put into all of these events. It would, that would be that well, would yeah. mean a lot to me. But otherwise, we'll we'll, we'll put that on the website as well. Thank you so much, Ashina. Uh, TJ, same questions. Where do you think we're going to be at the end of this uh, season? And any plugs? And where can the people find you? All right. So I I absolutely think there's a cliffhanger, um, but I think that one of the things we have to remember is. Uh, well, there are two things we need to remember. One, Disney doesn't like to keep young things young, uh, a la Baby Groot. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing we have to remember is that this is a w- old-time Western. And so virtually every episode we've gone through has been a very a reasonably typical old Western trope. So we had, as we already mentioned, the, the Seven Samurai or the... Um, uh, magnificent like, yeah, the magni- the, the, well the magnificent yeah. seven uh, episode you know kind of episode where they take the village and they teach the village how to defend itself one of the tropes we haven't seen is where the old gunslinger takes the kid and drops the kid off someplace where he can be taken care of the other part of that 
is the return of the Jedi trope where it, I think the Mandalorian is going to get captured mm. and I think that he's going to be imprisoned, tortured, mm. hard labor or something like that. Fast forward to season two and I think that it's going to be like Gina Carano um, is going to come back and, and probably hook up with Verdito who now has a little bit more control over his force powers and comes back to rescue the Mandalorian. So, so same thing with you. I've got a quick question. That. Season two, he's, he's hard labor. We see him without his helmet, or we, we, we know he's without his helmet. See maybe the back of his head. When they rescue him, she even hands it to him without yeah. looking. And I, I think it's, it's not gonna, even him. It's Baby Yoda like forcing it on his head, I, and he sees him. And I'm crying right now. I know. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be because so- he's like Mando. You are no, no. Because he'll, he'll he'll just talk normally. Okay. Be like, bitch. <laughs> I, I think we're gonna see we're seeing like like some kind of forced labor, but he's gonna have taken some like ripped his sleeve off and put a put a, a, a like some a, sh- some shit. For, yeah, kind of thing. Uh, that, that's where I see. It. Okay. Where, where where can the people find you? Uh, what do you want to plug? Well, you're gonna need one of them tracking fobs to find me because <laughs> I'm not on social media. Yeah, can't find me unless you come here on when come to Escape Velocity on Wednesdays to find me with New Comic Book Day. Um, but uh, other than that, stop trying, please. Okay. Uh, Kel, same to you. Um, before TJ dropped that gem on me, I didn't even think about that possibility. And I definitely like TJ's absolutely the best out of anybody's. But uh, just me personally, before you know, we had this conversation, I just could see it ending with um, Mando and Little Verdito um, escaping some type of calamity. They barely, barely escaped this situation due to um, Verdito using the Force again since he haven't used it in several episodes. And like I said earlier, I could see a squad of um, former villains, adversaries uniting and be like, yo, this is what we need. We can't get this dude by ourselves, so let's come together. We split the bounty, and it ends off with that. So season two is just be about Verdito and... Um, Mando on the run, trying to stay alive. Then maybe it ends with Mando being captured and them getting the bounty, and then um, season three pits off with a time skip and all that jazz. But yeah, and you can always find me Snapchat and um, Instagram, Kelts for show, um, sna- uh, Facebook, um, Kelsey DeAndre Greer, and anything to plug right now? Like, oh, nope, just um, continue to support the Patreon, the podcast. Make sure you tell your friends, family, and everybody else that you know they should definitely listen, especially if they're geeks and nerds in their lives. To like um, on Instagram, Facebook, and comment, and we always appreciate it. Uh, for me, I, like I said, I I really would like it to end with either the death or the uh, cancellation of the bounty from Werner Herzog, or both. Um, God damn it! To, not to you know say the same thing, but that would be great, TJ. What you said, <laughs> that is that, that is really cool. But I also think Tashin is onto something. With death is on the table, and not only is it on the table, it's one of two items on the menu. The other one being water. And uh, you got to have a little water to wash down your death. Um, I I have no idea what's coming next. I'm excited for the end of this season because I know season two is just going to expand on one of the most amazing adaptations of a Western I've seen in space. There's a lot of them. Space is the final frontier, and it's great to see that happen. We've seen many things on Star Trek where there's adaptations of certain Western tropes, but with this... It feels like something that I not only want to sink my teeth into, but can't wait to see how they expand it. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, 
Instagram, uh, Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word, the O's are zeros. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you're listening to this on Patreon, we assume you do. <laughs> but tell your friends, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Escaping Podcast. And if you or anyone else you know would like to have your music featured, go ahead and send us an email at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot. Uh, remember, folks, there can only be one chum bucket. And if you get trapped in an imperial prison, just realize this is the way and become an escaping and stay on canny, y'all.